Welcome back, everyone, to our latest episode of High School Transcript. This is your host, Rowan, and I'm sure you're going to recognize the voice sitting next to me today. Croc-loving, fanny pack-wearing, the one and only Bailey Bliss. And if you listened to last week's episode, um, I greatly appreciate it. But now we have the self-proclaimed nerdiest teacher, Mr. Wimpenny, (laughs) across from the table from us, and we got a chance to get to know him a bit better. And we hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. This is a little weird. Um, I was the one being interviewed on Wednesday um, by Mr. Mm-hmm. Winpenny, and now it's kind of reversed. So it's weird. It's weird on this side too. Like yeah, be, being before I was just like listening mm-hmm. and making sure like things were working on the recording. Now I actually have to answer questions and talk. So yeah, that's weird. I mean, I'm kind of excited. I'm really interested <laughs> in like wanting to get to know you because he's because what we talked about in my podcast was mm-hmm. actually really interesting. We kind of had similar things that happened mm-hmm. when you know absolutely yeah stuff. <laughs> to start us off, what were you like in high school? <laughs> uh, so I was I was always the oh, this is gonna be a shocker. Um, I was always the quiet kid in no the way. class. I know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was there. I, I wasn't the best student, but I got everything done, kind of thing. Um, even though I was the quiet student, I always had friends, like, in each, like, <clears throat> social circle. So, like, I had friends that were involved in sports, friends that were involved in all sorts of different things. So, like, I knew a lot of people, but um, I was always referred to as the, the probably the quiet one. Were you involved in any clubs? Um, not Nothing that I can remember too much. I mean, I was probably involved in some kind of, like, uh, after school, like, gaming like board games and stuff i love playing board games and stuff like that i think there was like a chess club that i was a part of which is very nerdy i know um <laughs> but yeah i think that was the main stuff I, I did stuff that was like not related to school um but as far as after school specific stuff i didn't do too much what were your non-school related after school activities <laughs> <laughs> so so like I, I i was heavily involved with like my church and like like so i was going to like the youth group and stuff like that and um, <laughs> so so doing things like that that was always part of like uh things i did like after school and um those were like the key friends that i had too is the ones i grew up with going to church what were your strengths back in high school i mean i you're, you're a math teacher, so I'm going to assume you were good at math. But uh, what did you enjoy as far as subjects? Yeah, so for sure, I was definitely math was my subject in high school. Um, I mean, I was good at the other stuff. Like um, our English teachers might get mad at me for saying this, but I, I was really good at like BSing an essay. Like um, <laughs> in general, like shame. I know I, it's it's really bad, but like once you know the structure of an essay, it's yeah. really easy to kind of figure out like yeah. what's needed. Um, but yeah, so like I never really enjoyed English or history or anything like that because to me those are all about like memorizing stuff and I hate memorizing stuff, um, which most people think math is memorizing, but I don't think it is. But yeah, ma- math for sure was my my uh, go-to subject. Um, not necessarily that like I enjoyed it, but I knew I was good at it. Um, so that kind of definitely kind of influenced like the the courses I took in high school. Um, as far as student-wise and grade-wise, were you a good student? Did you have good grades, or was it just like math you had good grades in? Or I, I think it was pretty average across the board. Um, definitely like math and science were my, my my strong suits. Okay. Um, took the occasional AP class, but like it's definitely not something that I I did well in. Okay, so hold on. <laughs> so you're saying like you didn't like my episode, or? You know, being against English and <laughs> well, all that. Well, I said in your episode, we're, we're, we're okay. like enemies. Like, I'm, I'm math. Like, 
I haven't written an essay in years. Like numbers, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, English was never my thing. Um, I could do it, but I never really enjoyed it. Even to this day, like I don't, I don't really like reading, which is kind of a shame because I think that's something that people should enjoy. It's just, it's just something that I don't enjoy. I'd much rather watch the movie than read a book. It, it I mean, that's less fair. Thought. <laughs> you know, somebody else does the imagining for you. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I actually really like that. <laughs> so, like, math for you, would you consider it, like, what was the word I'm looking for? Because for me, English is like, oh, like, I admire it and I, like, like doing it. Is that, like, you for math? Like, well, just... yeah. I mean, I know, obviously, I'm a math teacher. So, like, it's something that I, I have developed, like, I enjoy doing over the years. Mm-hmm. And, like, something I, I like seeing is when people realize how math connects to everything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's the spark that I like to see, especially in, like, students. When something finally makes sense to them, and like, oh, I can just do this to this, and, and it works. Like, that's what I like seeing, which, to me, I don't, I don't see, um, like, that kind of thing in, like, an essay. It's, it's more of, like, I know. I'm just getting <laughs> all, go, okay. all, all the eye rolls right now. Uh, but, like, for me, an essay is more of... of like writing down information versus math is like figuring something out, which I know is different for everybody. Um, but that's 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 my how my brain works. We can agree to disagree. It's just <laughs> well, yeah, not about that. <laughs> math is is applicable to everything, and English is just over analyzing everything and pretending you know what you're talking about and I'm appeasing so your English teacher. Right <laughs> just so just make up a meaning for absolutely everything. Just make up a meaning and you're good. Oh man. Um, <laughs> I mean, there are similarities. Right. I mean, they both have explaining to do, right? It's like an essay, you have to explain your thoughts. Uh, yeah. In a math problem, you have to explain what you're doing. At least you should. You shouldn't just photomath everything. That, that's a note for the students in my class right now. Photomath. Don't photomath everything. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> no words. No comment. Next. Um. For someone who loves English, you would think you would have more words, you know? I know, right? this. Come okay. back. Come back. All right. All right. As far as after high school, um, did your love for math continue on after high school, and did it contribute, of course, to you becoming a math teacher? Yeah. So after after high school, I started straight out at uh, UC Riverside, uh, and I was always a math major. That was always my my goal. Um, now I didn't have like a plan of being a math teacher. Um, that was never in my mind, especially because like even now I'm I'm a quiet person. So like the idea of standing in front of like thirty something like teenagers. Like that never came across my mind when I was in college, so I started out. I was I was always uh, my major was applied mathematics with an emphasis in economics. Okay. So like my, my original idea was like I liked the idea of like owning a store and like selling things. I didn't know what, but I just liked the idea of, of that kind of exchange of money kind of idea. Uh, and then as the kind of went through col- the my years in college, I was trying to figure out okay, I'm gonna get this math degree. What realistically do I want to do with this math degree? Because like, it's it's I'm not gonna say it's limited, but um, usually when you have a, like a degree in like math or science, you go into some kind of like research based thing, or you become a teacher. <laughs> usually or an that's engineer. the or engineer, yeah. Um, so like I, I I had no idea what I realistically wanted to do, um, and then someone suggested like, why don't you go like take a look at like teaching math? I'm like I, immediately I, I thought no way. You're like, I don't like kids. No. <laughs> well, well, that might have been, like... Absolutely not. We can be scary. I, I, yeah, I think I think when oh, yeah. I started, like, I, I had no idea how to talk to a teenager. I think I had to learn that. You're like, sup, 
We're an acquired taste. Yes. We are definitely an acquired taste. <laughs> <laughs> Considering our generation, mm-hmm. yeah, Gen Z's a little. But you know, we roll with it. Yeah, uh. but, but it's something that I figured out that I enjoyed. Okay. Right? I, yeah. I, I took like an education course um, where like you're, you're in classroom, not necessarily teaching, but you're just observing. And then I discovered like I, I was, I enjoyed it and I was pretty good at it. And for some reason I could like talk in front of teenagers like, don't put me in a room of adults and ask me to teach, but, like, teenagers, I can, I can, I can teach. Understandable. Um, as far as your interest in, you said, exchanging money with your economic interest um, and owning a store, would that still be something that you would consider doing even with your career path maintaining um, teaching? I think it might be cool to, something to, to try at some point, but it's, it's not something that's, like, on my radar right now, um, but it might be something down the line to kind of have fun with. Uh, any kind of like nerdy stuff to sell in a store or anything like that. <laughs> I'm a huge nerd, so any, any of that stuff works. <laughs> um, are you possibly willing to share anything personal, like maybe hobbies or an interest? So I know a lot of my students, because so I've been at Lakeside for f- four years. On and off. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> you left us. You left us. I, I did leave. I'm getting to that part. So four-ish years. Uh, I started at the same time as uh, Mr. Flannery and uh, Mrs. Abdel. Um, but uh, so I was here for two years. All right. So two full years. <laughs> and then um, this op- really cool opportunity came up to go teach in another country. Uh, and it was always something that I really wanted to do. Um, it was always on like, the back of my, my brain as far as something to, to try out. Um, so uh, this opportunity came up to go and teach in England, which works out well because like my, my parents are British. So I have like dual citizenship. So it makes it really easy for me to go to work in that country. Um, so I actually left Lakeside to go teach in England. Um, but it turns out like things didn't really work out very well. Like I didn't, probably on my part, I didn't do enough research into the job. So like um, there were certain things that the employers didn't necessarily tell me. Like I was technically a part-time employee and wasn't getting paid as much and things like that. So there's a lot of things that didn't, didn't work out. And then end up leaving, coming back to the U.S. And as soon as I came back, I was I was greeted by like Lakeside staff, and uh, I know Mr. Glenn like offered to like get me like to sub pretty much every single day, which was awesome. And then at the start of this year, I was hired back as full time here, so th- that was a really cool experience. So being in England, like with the classes you did teach. Where, like, the students, like, whoa, you have an American accent? Or, like, <laughs> with their British accent, you're like, can you say something, like, again? <laughs> like, like, did they, did they make you say a specific word that they would say differently in their country? Well, there, there's things that I had to discover on my own, like, like what's the words that, like, I use that they don't use, especially with mathematical terms. So, like, the, the courses that I taught were, like, this is the one thing I, I didn't like about it was, like, here, most teachers have, like, two different, like, levels of subjects that they teach throughout mm-hmm. the day. Um, there I had, like, four so I had to prepare like four different things every single day and like some students I only saw on like like Mondays and then they had a a different math teacher on the like Wednesdays or whatever so it was very strange um but like there was certain words that like I had to get used to like the funniest one is um like when here we would say like pants like you're just wearing pants right but in England if you say pants that's referring to underwear yeah so I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> and the school I was at uh, was, it, it's technically like a public school, but they wear uniforms. So That's like, so weird. Yeah. 
So so part of what no we... No hate, but like, <laughs> so, it's a little different. So part of what we had to do as teachers was, like, if, if students weren't dressed properly or, or something was missing, we had to tell them to, like, hey, like, fix that and, like, tuck your shirt in or something like that. So I remember one time I, I had to tell a student, like, make sure you tuck, tuck your shirt in your pants. And, like, without He's knowing... Like, yeah, so <laughs> there's some language barriers there, and um, there's a couple, like, math ones, too, like parentheses here versus brackets there mm-hmm. um that one took me a while to get used to but yeah a lot of like small things so some of it i knew because my parents are british and they had to use the same terminologies yeah. they had the accents i don't but <laughs> so during what sounds like your very extended stay in england <laughs> um did i you... was there for like three months <laughs> close enough <laughs> um did you notice any big differences cultural-wise uh, with their school system and the way that their school system is set up? Uh, yeah, I think this this primarily had to deal with the specific school that I was at. Um, it was kind of a... This is something I didn't like about it. There was kind of a culture there where, like, the students would only listen to you, like, for, like, disciplinary stuff if, the, if you were yelling at them, right? So, like, for me, obviously, being the, the quiet person, like, that doesn't work out very well because I don't get very loud. I, I, I probably could if I wanted to, but... I just don't. Like here, I've even had students like tell me like, "Mr. Winpenny, my goal is to get me to get you to yell at me by the end of the year." And <laughs> it just like, doesn't Why? happen. Yeah. <laughs> so so that, was, that was like one thing I didn't like about it. Um, I, I hated that I had like I knew this going into it, so I knew this when I accepted the job. But I hated having to wear a suit every day to work, uh, versus like now I'm really just wearing like a t-shirt <laughs> and pants. American pants. American pants. Trousers. Yes, trousers is the, <laughs> the British term, yes. <laughs> so that, that's another thing I didn't like. Um, I, uh, again, the, the school itself didn't really help me out too much either. They kind of just, just told me, like, here's your classes and then go. It's like, here, figure it out later. Yeah, they bar- like they barely gave me, like, a textbook to go off. So, like, the literally, like, first month... Um, I didn't really know what I was supposed to be teaching, so I was just making stuff up. Um, <laughs> You're like, um... Yeah, it was difficult, because... <laughs> so we have a distinction here of, like, middle school and high school, and they're separate. The The school there, they had um, uh, all those grades together. So, like, I literally had, like, one sixth grade class, uh, one seventh grade class, and then two... I think I had one tenth grade and one eleventh grade. And... Maybe one more. I don't know. I've, I've chosen to forget a little bit about that. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like having a mix of, of grades too is very strange, uh, especially because I, I, um, I don't know if I said this already, but um, I've learned very early that I, I don't do well teaching middle school students. I, I did it for one year in my career. Like this is my eighth year of teaching. I did one year of middle school and that was enough. Like high school is definitely like my comfort zone. So I, I struggled with that too because um, a lot of the students were, were young, which... Um, it was difficult to figure out. How were they broken up? Were they broken up into like groups or like houses? Like, how, yeah, I don't know. It's England, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Harry it's, Potter. It's, well, surprisingly, it is very Harry Potter esque. Um, so, as far as classes, they're broken up into like um, their grade levels. So, like here, like a math class could literally have like freshmen, sophomores, <clears throat> juniors all mixed into one math class. Versus there, it didn't matter if you were a uh, year eleven student. You guys were all in the same class, and then they broke it down into like, okay, so this is the year 11 students who struggle, they're in one class, this is the year 11 students who are doing well, they're in a separate class, which I don't know if that necessarily is, is better. I, I, I think it's better to have a mix of students, 
because then you can literally have like students helping each other out. Um, but that that's kind of how the school is structured. But I, I, it's funny you mentioned houses because there was like a, like like a Harry Potter like house system there where you award like house points and stuff like that. Like I was literally in charge of my own like house. Um, I forgot what it was called, but something, so British. <laughs> <laughs> something British. Yeah, it, yeah. But it was very formal, and like I was surprised about the like I didn't know about the whole house thing before I got to England, so that was a surprise to me as well. Do you think that that experience betters you as a teacher or as a person or both? Like, how did that impact your ability to come back and teach here at Lakeside? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, uh, I, it's an experience that I'm glad I had. Um, like it wasn't necessarily the best experience, but I'm glad I did it. Um, I think as far as teaching goes, it helped me kind of be more flexible and come up with like more ideas of, of how to change things around or, or what not to do in certain situations. Um, so I, I definitely think I learned a lot from that. Um, outside of teaching, it also sparked like an interest of like traveling. Uh, it's something I, I haven't done a ton of on like on my own. I've traveled with like groups and stuff before, um, but literally moving to another country by myself and like forcing myself to get out of my comfort zone and meet new people and, and things like that. It was a great experience. And so I definitely value that. Like I said, it's kind of sparked like an interest of, of doing more traveling, especially because teachers have summers off. Like why not travel during summer? Well, after COVID <laughs> and stuff, but if you were given the opportunity, if you came across the opportunity to do something like that again, would you do it? And if so, where? Uh, I, I think like, <laughs> I'm getting all the evil stares like are you gonna leave again uh, <laughs> it's it's not something that's on my mind right now um, but I'm not gonna say no uh, I, <laughs> I think like I would definitely have to do a lot more research and be a lot more prepared than I was this past time um, like the, the the company that I actually like signed with to go to England like there was certain signs I probably should have figured out before I left there like like I found their ad on Facebook for one, so like red flag number one. Yeah, but I, and then they got back to me very very quick, so that's probably red flag number two. <laughs> and it turns out that they were just like super desperate to get any teacher, no matter what. Like I don't even I don't even think that they like checked my credentials or anything. They just said, yeah, we'll we'll take you. So um, I think I'll do a lot more research. Like something that that's cool is there's uh, you like. You, as an American, you can work on like military bases in other countries. So that was what I originally wanted to do. Uh, I thought it'd be really cool to go and work in like, um, or, like work in Japan or something on a military base. That way, you're still working with like American students in English, and there's not really like a language barrier, um, and it's probably a little bit easier. What about Japan makes piques your interest essentially? I, I've always loved the, the like. I, I grew up a lot. Used to watch like a lot of anime. That probably started the interest when I was a kid. Um, but I've always been interested in like Japanese culture and Japanese food and things like that. Um, so it was always on my like bucket list of things to do and places to go. Um, like I think on my, uh, I had a, like a pre thirty bucket list because I just turned thirty this past year, and part of it was like um, go to Japan. So like even bef- just before I moved to England, I literally took like a a two week kind of vacation in Japan and then I came back to the US for like a week and then I moved to England so that was my summer like two summers ago and just that whole trip was great because like you got to experience the culture Um, some of the coolest things just like walking around in a different country and like getting lost 
it, it sounds weird, but it's, it's actually a really cool experience. Um, what was your f- being in Japan for what two weeks? Did you say? Yeah, about I think it was about um, 14, 16 days, but a little over two oh, weeks. Okay. Um, did you like go to some of like the major like cities like Tokyo? Yeah. <laughs> so we uh, I, well, I started in Tokyo. Uh, I had about like a couple of days like to myself to kind of like wander around and kind of explore. And then I actually joined like a tour group, um, which like took you to other big cities. Um, I think it went to a city called Kanazawa, uh, which is like a big like um, samurai, like that's part of their history is like the samurai culture. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then from there they went to I think we went to Hiroshima. Uh, we went to um, where else? couple different places we ended up in Osaka so like the tour was like it was like a couple days in each city uh and the nice thing about the tour group which is is that you meet people that are doing the same thing you are and just kind of touring around uh and um made the traveling like a little bit easier it was kind of cool so I know there's like I don't know this is something I've always known or has been talked about like if you spit gum on the sidewalk you will get thrown in jail (laughs) (laughs) because the Japanese are like really really clean and they're like really weird about trash in their yeah i was surprised when i went this the streets in japan were like super clean which logically doesn't make sense because there's no trash cans anywhere (laughs) so like you would think that like the trash would just be on the ground anywhere and like i I asked the tour guide this like why why like why is that there's no trash anywhere and there's no trash cans anywhere and his response was like it's kind of just like in the culture that this trash is yours until you find a trash can so it's it's really weird, but yeah, all, all the streets take notes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the streets were super clean, and like even the subway system was amazing. Subway was super clean, like compared to like L.A. or New York. Um, <laughs> I mean, they, they pack those things too. Like if if you try to take the subway at like like um, rush hour, mm-hmm. like standing room only, they 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 just, like like push you in there. It's, it's ridiculous, but yeah. What was the experience like on the subway? You said it was like very like jam packed, like. Do they have pit pockets? Well, I'm sure there's pit I'm pockets sure they everywhere. Do. But um, I, I was surprised at how easy it was to find my way around. Because, like, in my mind, before I went there, I was like, like, there's not going to be any English signs anywhere. I'm just going to get lost. But, like, it turns out, like, Tokyo especially, um, all their subway signs are, like, they have Japanese and English, mm-hmm. uh, which made it super easy. And then as long as you have, like, if you have GPS on your phone, like, the phone tells you exactly what you need to do as well. But I, I found it very easy to get around. It was actually easier to get around in Tokyo than it was to get around in England, which I was, I was surprised by. We can hardly understand our own language. <laughs> yeah. We go to a different country, like, oh, there's that. Yeah, I mean, England has a subway, has the has the tube in London, but outside of outside of London, like, there's they have really good like bus system, mm-hmm. but the double decker red oh, yeah. buses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think those are definitely like the tourist attraction of England. Yeah. Is, is having like the double decker buses and but I, I think that's for sure like a big london thing yeah uh, I, I was in so i lived in a town called luton which if you google it it's, it's actually probably not the like it's not known very much like i, I tell people I, I was living in luton and they, they had to like oh, ask yeah. where, where is it in relation to, to london like oh it's it's north of london um i, I love living there uh, which people were surprised because um they they thought it was like a, a like the not the best town in, in the area but I, I enjoyed living there it was great uh, met a lot of great people and, and had, I still have some friends there that I keep in contact with which is cool 
When you took your teaching job in England, why was it England? Was it just because that's what the ad was offering or did you have some connection to England? I think at first I was just happy to go anywhere. Like that was the first one that said, <laughs> that was the first one that said okay. yes. <laughs> like just the, the idea of traveling somewhere. Um, Away from Lakeside? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that just got live right there. It's just, just a coincidence that, it, yes, it was a way from Lakeside. <laughs> okay. hey, but I came back. Okay, okay, yes, I guess. <laughs> I know, I, I shocked a lot of students, like, when I came back as a sub. Like, some students, so even now, some students know me as a sub from last year mm-hmm. versus some students know me as a full-time teacher from two years ago. So it's a very interesting dynamic here that, yeah. that some teachers know me as one versus the other. Yeah, because you subbed for me a few times my junior year, mm-hmm. so I had no idea you were a full-time teacher. So that's good to know now. <laughs> I was very confused with what you were, because I, I remember you teaching a math class, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I remember you no longer existing, and then I was like, okay, homie got fired or something, and then, and, and then you popped back up like, You're like a year and a half oh. later, and I was like, oh, he's back, okay, cool. Yeah. It's like they're like a blip or something? Like He just disappeared? Oh, the, the funniest thing is like when I came back and I started subbing, like seeing my old students, like they'd be walking down the hallway, like phone in hand, like head down and they would like see me and then like turn their head again and they would stop and like turn I'm, like when Penny's back. I'm like, yeah, England, England sucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, OK. Teaching in England sucks. Living in England was OK. Just to clarify. OK. <laughs> Um, well, I'm sure a lot of students were happy to have you back. You're probably one of the more relatable teachers on campus. Um, as far as being a, a cool nerd and all, I'm sure there's a lot of students that have some, some similar interests as you. Um, so as far as the nerdy stuff, I guess, um, what are your interests, pop culture-wise, um, that you think would align with like students on campus today? Well, yeah, so I, I, like, I, I would def- definitely describe myself as like, a huge nerd. Like, um, I know we don't have any students right now, but, like, even my classroom right now is, is packed full of, like, Marvel and, and Harry Potter. And I even now have, like, a giant cutout board of Chewbacca in there, which has scared <laughs> me several times. Um, You're like, worth it! Yeah. But, it's it, yeah, so, like, any kind of that stuff has always been stuff that I, I love. Like, I love the whole MCU stuff. Um, I love um, the Harry Potter movies. I, I've, I've started to gain an appreciation for the Harry Potter books, but I definitely started with the movies. Um, Star Wars has always been a cool thing, too. Uh, just like the circle of my my friends, uh, even my my family, we all like that's the kind of entertainment that we've always enjoyed. What got you into all of that? Like, when did you start becoming interested in Harry Potter and Marvel, Star Wars, stuff like that? I think I always grew up liking those shows. Like my my brother and I both um, like those kind of things. Um, yeah, I think it's just kind of grown. And then like the start, like the MCU, like the first Marvel movie, Marvel Studios movie came out when I was like a senior in high school so like I've been able to kind of follow that like the whole way so that's been like a really cool thing to to see like as the movies come out and whether they're good or bad like it's just I think it's a cool experience I, I've always just kind of grown up around it and like my dad's always been like a huge like Doctor Who fan um, uh, like one of my favorite shows is a sci-fi show called Stargate SG-1 I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it yeah I have not <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I've always I've always liked the sci-fi action kind of stuff Okay. Um, as far as Marvel movies, which one's your favorite? Oof, that's a tough question. Like, <laughs> so I, I guess I gotta clarify. Like, my favorite movie, or which one do you think I think is the best? Um, I would think those two would, would be go. the same, mm. but if they're different, then list both. <laughs> so like, like, 
I like Endgame for what it did. Like Avengers, okay. Avengers Endgame was really cool. It has a lot of cool moments, but I don't think it's the best Marvel movie. Okay. To me, like the best Marvel movie is one that has cool moments and a really good story. So for me personally, like my number one is uh, Captain America: Civil War. Or no, sorry, Ooh, wrong one. Uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Okay. That's my that's my favorite as far as storyline goes. Um, but I, I definitely like Endgame is always cool, and Infinity War is cool. Um, but I think for me, Winter Soldier is the the best quality. Okay. And who's your favorite Marvel character? Whether there's a movie about them or not. <laughs> well, it's kind of sad, but like my favorite my favorite character is like the Hulk. Okay. And his movie sucks, so it's like it's, <laughs> true. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So it's kind of unfortunate, but like he's my like. I don't, I don't know why, but I've always found him as, 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 the, as a fun character of, like, a scientist and then turns into, like, a giant rage monster, so. <laughs> Do you think the cartoon spinoffs did him any justice or no? Uh, I mean, kind of, it's always easier to do it with cartoons because it's, yeah. it's not, like, supposed to be, like, a, a real situation. But, yeah, I think the cartoons definitely did a better job. Uh, especially, I mean, even, even the first Avengers movie, when they recast the Hulk actor, I think they did very well. Um back then as well okay um and with avengers endgame what you said you thought it was good with what it did to the storyline was it just the anticipation of everybody waiting for the movie that made it so good or was it genuinely like a good movie in your opinion yeah that's definitely part of it like the anticipation like the theories you make like like where's the last infinity stone gonna be um all the stuff like that leads up to the movie i think adds to your experience uh i know for the past few years um my my friend group that we always go see movies with, we made it a big deal that every Avengers movie, we go to L.A. to watch like one of the premiere shows. Um, so like we go to the El Capitan Theater, which is like Disney's um, theater, and we always watch it there because like that crowd is amazing. Like the I mean, spoilers, but uh, in Avengers Endgame when 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 Captain America like finally like grabs the hammer, yeah, when that happened in the theater, our entire theater just exploded. It's like oh my yeah. god. Yeah. But and then then I go and watch it like in a local theater and like Everybody's there's not really an explosion. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like if you go and watch it like the, one of the premieres with like all the super fans, like whenever a character comes on the screen for the first time, everybody's like clapping and cheering and there's all this excitement like, in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that that's definitely like a, like part of the experience is like where and who you see it with, mm-hmm. so, and the anticipation leading up to it is also like like adds to the movie. Um, and as far as like future movies, I know they have a couple planned um, with characters doing their own, developing their own storylines. Do you think those movies will be as good as these past ones, or do you think it'll get progressively worse? I, <laughs> <laughs> I I've gotten to the point where I have all faith in Marvel Studios. Okay. <laughs> like, I they occasionally make the like a a quote bad movie. Like, I'm not a big fan of like um, Iron Man two. Like that one's kind of. Understandable. Uh, people usually don't like. I mean, three or Thor. Two, Thor two is probably the worst. So they they have like quote bad movies, but um, I think by now like Marvel Studios just has my money. Like if, 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 <laughs> You're if like here. yeah, if they come out with something, I'm gonna go watch it. Like, even if I have, have like no idea what it is, I'll still pay to go watch it. <laughs> Do you have the same attitude towards their uh, direct competitor DC or no? <laughs> um. I will go and watch DC movies because I, I think it's, I, I think they have potential to be really good, um, but they don't have the same faith that I do in Marvel. Like DC is getting there. Like Aquaman was really good. Uh, the first Wonder Woman was really good. 
the new one omen not so good uh, have you seen it already yeah it's on uh, hbo max oh i'm not that cool <laughs> well okay well then then make your own opinion on the movie don't trust mine okay. uh, <laughs> but I, I didn't i didn't think it was too good um but like i think they're getting there with what they're what were they developing like the suicide squad movie that's coming out might be better than There's the old one. suicide yeah this my second suicide suicide squad movie I actually really like Suicide Squad. The first one, I thought that was oh, really cool. Man. I didn't. No, you didn't. Well, no, I don't like. I no, just to your point, I didn't know there was a second one. I just know about. I, the, I just know about the new Batman. Yeah, That's so the there's a I new Batman. <clears throat> I'm sorry, yeah. I don't. Yeah, so DC. Uh, Robert Robert Pattinson. Yes. Yeah, Twilight. Oh shoot! All right, I gotta watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I I've always I I'll go and watch DC movies, but they're not necessarily my favorite. Um, but I do think they have potential to. To get better, if that makes sense, especially with the ones coming out, like, like they have a Batman scheduled, which yeah. I, I don't know if it's gonna be good or bad yet. Um, uh, the Suicide Squad movie I think will be better just because it's being directed by James Gunn, who made Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, so it kind of has its own touch on there. Um, but I think they're getting there. Um, as far as your other pop culture interests. <laughs> Um, you mentioned that back in England that the school was divided <laughs> up into houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said that it was similar to um, Hogwarts. So do you have an interest in Harry Potter and that whole universe? Yeah, I would also say I'm a, I'm a Harry Potter nerd as well, I guess. Okay. Um, like even my classroom, again, my half of my classroom is, is Harry Potter themed, like a bunch of Slytherin stuff, some house Slytherin. Uh, and then the other half is Marvel stuff and then the random Chewbacca in the corner. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, I, I would say Harry Potter is also something I, I've always been interested in. Again, I started, I started with the movies because I'm not a big reader. Okay. Um, but since then, I've listened to a lot of like podcasts that talk about the books, which is, in my mind, better. <laughs> I, don't have to, I don't have to read it. I can just hear someone talk about it. <laughs> but uh, I've gained an appreciation for the books. But I, I, I definitely started with the movies. Okay. Which movie is your favorite? Of the Harry Potter ones? Yes, of the Harry Potter movies. I don't think you can beat the like the first one. Like the first one no, really. The first one I think is a classic. Okay. I think the best story is probably like um Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but for me I, I always like the first one because it's like nostalgia kind of yeah. feel. So with your interest in Harry Potter, it seems like you're a fairly big <laughs> Harry Potter fan. Um a Except for the books, of course. Yeah. But uh, you'll get there. You'll get there. Um, <laughs> so since you're such a big fan, it just so happens that my co-host, Bailey, over here is also a very big Harry Potter fan. And I've heard. to test your knowledge, she has brought with her today Harry Potter trivia. I have all the trivia. I've got Harry Potter trivia. I've got some Star Wars trivia. I've got some Marvel trivia. And I know you're not much of a Disney fan. But I am a huge Disney fan, so I threw some, I threw some <laughs> Disney trivia in there, too. I'm kind of scared. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to give you three regular trivia questions, okay. and then I'm going to have a bonus question. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah, sure. Are you sure? Uh, we'll find out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the first ones are going to be a little easy. So name the four Hogwarts houses. Oh, Gryffindor, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff. Okay. Good to build hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Get the applause down, like. <laughs> okay. Um, what are the three forbidden curses? Oh, I don't know the names of them now. Uh, the killing curse, the torturing curse, and oh shoot, 
the like the mind control curse. Okay. I don't know the names. Well, they're that's correct. But do you want the names? <laughs> sure. Um, they're Avada Kedavra. I can't even pronounce this. Avada Kedavra. Yeah. Imperius and mm. Crucio. Okay. If this was a multiple choice test, I'd circle all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, how was Hermione able to take extra lessons? Oh, she had the, the time turner to go back in time. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Bonus question. Uh-oh. Okay. What keeps the three-headed dog asleep? Oh, shoot. Fluffy. <laughs> Fluffy. That's the Uh-oh. name, but what keeps it asleep? <laughs> Uh, it was a musical instrument, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? Um, You're getting it. You got this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it, was a, it was a harp. Yes. Uh, got there in the end. Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> you know your Harry Potter stuff. Yes. All right. So now, <laughs> let's get in to Star Wars. Oh, Ready? Got, sure. Okay. In Star Wars, what do they call the invisible power that binds the galaxy together? That's not even a... Good question. That's that's the force. Oh, <laughs> he can't okay. Get there. I, uh, anybody should know that one. Don't attack my hosts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three CPO is three CPO. I am so <laughs> see. I am not a Star Wars fan. Oh, I even no, wrote it down. Really? I didn't even read it right. Wow. Wow. C three PO is fluent in how many languages? Oh shoot, some large number. No. 9,000. Nope. No, it's like 100-something thousand. Nope. No? 600,000? Nope. 6 billion? 6 billion? Girls in an MRB. Million, you're correct on the million. And the 6. But you need times the chart. You need a zero after the 6. See, I knew it was a lot. Does that count? 60 million? Million. 60. 60. Over 60 million languages. Ah, see, so over. So you don't know the actual answer. Okay. Wow. That's what the internet. (laughs) <laughs> I just said I'm not a huge fan of Star Wars, but here I am. <laughs> okay, what is the name of Yoda's home? Well, it's not his home. That's just where he's staying. Okay, um, like the planet da- Dagobah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that's not his home, though. We don't actually know where he's from. He's just he's just there. Even okay. his species, like it's referred to as like Yoda's species. Like ba- <laughs> baby Yoda from Mandalorian is part of Yoda's species. We don't actually know what it's called. Okay. Bonus question. (laughs) What is the name of General Grievous's flagship, which was not mentioned in the movie? No idea. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably mentioned in the cartoons. Like I I probably watched those, but I would have no idea what what it's called. Do you want to just throw a random guess? I don't know. Okay. Ship ship number one. The Invisible (laughs) Hand. Yeah. No ah, idea. yes. You know, on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> okay, now we're going into Marvel trivia. Okay, hopefully I get these ones right. <laughs> what is Captain America's shield made of? Vibranium. That's what's up. Okay. <laughs> what is the name of Thor's axe? His axe? His, his, his axe. hammer. Well, well, his, axe. Axe, his axe is Stormbreaker. Yes. Yeah. His hammer is Mjolnir. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I forgot there was an axe. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, what was Doctor Strange's medical specialty? He was uh, a surgeon. Does what that, does that count? <laughs> what kind of surgeon? Um, a diff- there's a lot of different surgeons. It has it um, has something to do. Yeah, okay. it's a neurosurgeon, which involves the brain, spine, and just yeah. the entire nervous system. I just knew he had to have like delicate hands because that was the whole thing of the movie. Yeah. 
Okay, this is the bonus question. Okay. What does SHIELD stand oh. for? Uh, strategic Homeland oh, something Intervention <laughs> and Logistics Division. I forgot what the E is, though. Um, enforcement and Logistics ah. Division. That was pretty that was good, close. though. Weren't we, that, weren't we talking earlier about just throwing random words into an English essay? Like, is that what they did with S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. That's pretty much yeah, like, like, in the, like, in the old comics, S.H.I.E.L.D. stood for something else. Really? Yeah. Like, the M- that's the MCU definition of S.H.I.E.L.D., but there was an old one that was completely different. I feel like S would be, like, superhero division <laughs> or something. <laughs> Non-Marvel-related and um, not having to do with the subjects we've covered, like Star Wars, um, Harry Potter, and Marvel, what's your favorite movie of all time? Ooh, of all time? Um, there's a... So... I really enjoy like the 007 movies, okay. like the older ones. Which James Bond is your favorite? So I'm a Pierce Brosnan person. Okay, okay, I can respect that. I can respect that. that. That's the 007 that I kind of grew up with. So like that's who I see as 007. Uh, like I think the new ones, like Daniel Craig ones, are, are cool like action movies. Yeah. But I think the the Pierce Brosnan ones are like they nail like the spy aspect of it. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. So I, I think going back to the question of like the favorite non nerdy movie. Um, I always loved, well, it's going to tie back to the nerdy thing, but I loved <laughs> 007 Goldeneye. Okay, yeah. Um, primarily because, like, I also had the video game that went along with the movie. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like, I could watch the movie and I could play the video game, which tied into the same story. So, I always remember that being, like, one of my favorite um, non-nerdy movies. Okay. I have to say something about your shirt, because it's, oh. it's Avatar <laughs> The Last Airbender, right? Yes. Uncle Iroh? So, uh, yeah, so I'm Just currently so. wearing a, a General Iroh shirt that says, uh, make tea, not war. Yeah. He's like my favorite <laughs> character. Iconic. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> another, another great show. Um, it's, it's an animated show, but it's a great show. Did you like the movie? Okay, <laughs> um, the movie is trash. Okay. It's absolute trash. So, here's the thing. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it might shine I, on Stoop so low. Yeah, no. I, I don't think it's a good movie at all. It had a whole bunch of potential. Like they could have done it correct, and like, it's funny because it's an it's an American anime, so like, it was made of course by. Of not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's made by Americans in English, and somehow they still mess up the names in the live action movie. Yeah, that's what made yeah. me so mad. I'm like, you're not even like pronouncing it right. Yeah. It's like it made me cringe. It but I will so say this: because I bought the, the animated series on DVD. To complete the collection, I did have to buy the movie as well. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> so I do own the movie at home. So you are a fan of the show then? Oh, yeah. The show's great. Um, are you a fan of the um, continuation of the show? Legend I think it's called Legend Aura. of Korra. Have you seen that? Yeah. So I also own, own that series on DVD as well. Okay. It's yeah. part of the collection. That's what's up? <laughs> I, I don't think it's as good as the, the, the original one. Oh, no. But I think it has good parts to it. Um, some really cool characters and some cool storylines, um, but it's I still don't think it's as good as the original. Yeah, understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, it was super cool having you on here, Mr. Wimpenny. It was really cool getting to know you and you know your backstory and hearing all the interesting stuff you knew about the Marvel <laughs> universe and Star Wars and everything. And if they do end up coming out with another Avatar movie, then we could definitely get you back on here and hear your take on it. Yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah, it was great having you. Make sure you guys tune in to hear our next guest. We will be posting it on our 
Instagram handle at High School Transcript. And once we do post who our next guest will be, feel free to DM us with any questions that you would like us to ask that guest during our next podcast. Um, also, make sure to give us a listen on Spotify um, under High School Transcript. And we hope you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast today. Um, this is your host, Rowan, and I'm here with my co-host, Bailey Bliss. And we hope to see you guys next time.